Corona Chronicles Session 4 with Maria Campbell. Uh, so this is a really great resource I found recently. Maria, uh, she actually posted this to the Unstoppable Restaurant Owners and Operators Facebook group. Um, and that's kind of one of the places I'm going or getting a lot of my leads. So if you guys are interested in contribu- contributing to these chronicles, uh, head over to Facebook and subscribe to the Unstoppable Restaurant Owners and Operators Facebook group. Um what Maria has been uh, up to over in Philadelphia. First, I should let you guys know Maria is a past guest on the show. She's the founder of cooks who care. Uh, she's been compiling a master list of all these resources from articles to uh, webinars that are going to be hosted to um, just health and wellness resources. She's got uh, a section where it's examples of what other restaurants are doing to, to handle uh, these hard times. It's a really great master document. Um, we, we kind of dissect it here today. Uh, she also tells us about the state of the industry in Philadelphia and uh, just continuing to find these resources and put people in front of you so we can all get aligned and on the same page. But I think I don't need to add any more. You know what we're here. This is number four. You're kind of picking up the, uh, the gist of what's going on. So here she is, Maria Campbell. Uh, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, Chronicle number four. I have Maria Campbell uh, joining us from Philadelphia, Cooks Who Care. And you've been busy out there putting together a resource. Uh, first, let's just let's just te- check in with you. How how are you doing? How, how's Maria? How's Philadelphia doing? Yeah, Philadelphia, I think, was kind of feeling lost you know, at first, just because the changes were just every day, every hour, what's going to happen at 12 o'clock and then at nine. um, And how does it differ? But I do feel that people were posting and sharing and putting plugs online, like, oh, I found this thing. And oh, have you seen this article? What's everyone else doing? Like people were asking questions um, and really drawing from one another. And Mm. when I saw that, I was like, no, we need to pull these resources together because I was having a hard time trying to find, oh, this restaurateur posted this article. Where is that thing? Because my feed was just getting yeah. inundated with other stuff. Um, so it really, the, the community inspired what was what we created because people were sending me articles, uh, texting me, uh, you know, trying to connect to, hey, can you share this thing? And I'm like, we'll just put it in one space. Let's yeah. make a Google Doc. Yeah, that, so you know? that's, that's what you got going on right now. Um, this Google Doc um, that basically it's a live document. Um, you've been going through. You've been kind of uh, cataloging and organizing all these resources. You've been able to find them, putting them in one spot for the industry. Um, this thing's up to eleven pages long now. Um, before we get into that, because um, we're gonna break that down just to give the listeners an idea of the resources that are here, if they want to go check it out. Um, yep. What? Where? What's What's going on with Philadelphia? Um, where's the general? Uh, mindset. Uh, what are people saying? Uh, what's what? What compliances have been issued? Uh, where's like? What's the state of the economy in Philadelphia right now, as far as the restaurant industry? Well, everyone is is closed as far as bars go, restaurants, all dining facilities, uh, which were noted. The uh, the quantities of events were changing. People were saying, "Oh, no more than a hundred gathered." Then it went to fifty. Then it went to no more than ten. Um, and then dining rooms were asked to close um, to counter this distance, social distancing that everybody was trying to practice. I feel facilities were really on top of sanitation procedures and 
and posting how they were cleaning, what they were doing, how they were accommodating. And then other individual um, operations were sharing their to-go services, how they're modifying their menus. Um, some places are still trying to figure out delivery services with no contact um, options where you could pay, you could order food if you couldn't go, if you needed groceries delivered. Um, people were offering, like, I will run to the store for you if you, if you need assistance. Um, I just really saw this this communal kind of activity in very quick. Yeah. Like I feel that because we're so used to like on the fly responses, I really felt that the, um, that everyone was like, how can I quickly adjust? Yes. And we're doing it really fast. Yeah. And I love that. That's one thing I love that's coming out of this. And, and you know, you always, you always try to find the silver lining, right? But it just shows that when uh, humanity is faced with adversity, um, how quick we can come together uh, and how quick we are willing to be there for each other. It kind of it kind of injects the uh, humanity back into society. Right. Uh, when we need yeah. each other, we it, like there's a starvation of of uh, of purpose, I feel like, in society right now. And I feel like having this issues giving people purpose and giving people reason giving people uh you know uh there's so much we can do to help right and i think that is almost kind of a good thing yeah and i think that we're braced for it as far as response because we have to make quick decisions every day Mm. um where others aren't really as agile to those kind of accommodations because they have a program It, it, it is the way it is and the, the more opt that people are able to be flexible and say, hey, I got to improv this right now, um, the better off that we're going to be. And um, I just love that technology offers us a way to stay connected while we are distancing physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good thing. I, that, that is another variable that's worth bringing to the, the conversation as well. And I'm curious, we're, you're going to drop a bunch of resources on us in a short minute. But before we do that, uh, have you seen any restaurateurs like getting super creative as far as uh, how to be of value to their community or ways that they're uh, getting creative with their business to continue to generate a revenue while staying within the confines of the mandates or anything like that that you, yes. that's worth sharing? I- um, I saw that, um, as mentioned, you know, the no contact people were saying, like, you don't ha- we don't have to touch. I can drop off, take pictures of food deliveries. Right. A lot of people were promoting those online forms. Others were asking others to uh, purchase gift cards uh, for that to be sent out and that small businesses were starting uh, campaigns around those messages. Um, and I did hear that some people were were utilizing them. A lot of it was um, in the delivery piece of it. Uh, from what I had seen and then offering like refunds or, you know, additional savings for future purchases. Like I will give you, you know, $50 to $5 off for, you know, purchases if you make this now, like giving added bonuses to uh, future um, uh, buying habits. So, all right. So Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, we got to spend the most of today's conversation on this resource you put together. So why don't you just kind of take us through uh, top to bottom, how you decided to organize this thing. The the name of the the resource is called food industry, coronavirus collaboration resources. So, uh, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. so take us through uh, kind of some of the key elements, some of the key resources that you're most proud of that you've listed in this document. 
Well, of course, we wanted to have the CDC guidelines for businesses, and it's specifically for people in the food and beverage industry. Um, at first, it was like EPA and like how we're doing serve safe. Uh, so it had some fact sheets for printables and actionables. Like we're all about, you know, being a well-being concierge. And for us, it's our dedication to caring for others. So to make it easy, we didn't want you to have to make one more decision on like, where do I find this thing? We just put it all together here. Um, so I usually put articles that are most up to date at the top. So I didn't erase anything that was listed as previous news. I, I was seeing that kind of pattern with like CNN and different news resources that they were just putting the most recent news at the top. Um, so you can find that. You can add anything you wish that you're finding to these um different sections as I talk about them. Uh, the video and podcast webinars, I think, are really, really important because everything is going online as far as virtual gatherings, as far as town halls, um, different reports, uh, experts from the World Health Organization, um, and training courses, Foodable TV, as well as your podcast uh, for Restaurant Unstoppable, Thank hosting you. collections. I, I want to make sure everybody has a way to, to connect to others that are hosting things online. And if you have that resource, you know, add more. Um, uh, the I saw that the uh, Restaurant Food Service Show is hosting something today at 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on restaurant pre preparation, um, as well as tomorrow on the 18th from 4 to 5 p.m., restaurantowner.com is actually doing a Q&A town hall for the food and beverage industry, which I think would be very important for people to attend yes. online. Yes. Um, um, and uh, I mean, I, I'm trying to decide right now if I'm going to link to all these things in the coronavirus, maybe some of the key ones that you're pointing out, but I'm definitely going to have a link to this master uh, article or this master, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, document uh, in the, the, the show yeah. notes. So sorry, keep going. No, sure. And, and particularly challenged with people that have families and little ones and kids. So because I'm a parent myself, um, you know, I, I have my, my son at home and um, I know many families who are challenged with their kids not being in school, especially for the mandated two weeks or more, sometimes up to six weeks, depending on where you are in the country. Um, we wanted to make sure that there are free online education resources. Um, I reached out to a few educators um, who are compiling a list for me. Uh, uh, to add to this for like free online resources. Um, and then even some women, you know, who may be pregnant, like, you know, this is all for, you know, um, anybody who, who needs some of these resources available to them. So um, I, I would definitely further say that the policies, petitions, if anybody has anything they can add here. And then we were reaching out to um, SBN, uh, James Beard Foundation, um, Extra Chef, was sharing resources. Your uh, statewide U.S. Chamber of Commerce had resources for, um, you know, how to survive during this time frame. What things in your business should you be looking at? Um, as well as some of the uh, bills for paid sick leave if, if people have health insurance and how to care for and your I staff. Know, I know you've been drinking from the fire hose over the past week, so like you must be like system overload right now. But as far as some of the, mm -hmm. the things you just mentioned, things we should be doing in our business, what are some of the key takeaways you've, you've gotten? Some things we should be looking um, for? 
I would definitely try to look at supply chains providers, calling people for, um, you know, extensions, flexibility. A lot of companies are offering these um, kind of grace periods where either they're not going to collect any funds right now, they'll put it on hold for two weeks. You can even call and contact leaseholders. Um, I, I listened to another um, state, or actually it was a U.S. Uh, podcast that just really said, look at all your bills, look at all your contacts contact any of them, look at your policy statements, contact your, your agency or agents, you know, to see if there's any kind of coverage for insurance. Um, and then I wanted to make sure that emergency funds access were available because SBA was doing a very low, um, uh, I think 3.75 interest rate for emergency loans. And it covers a lot of different things. It doesn't cover, um, pay for, for staff, but the IRS was making um, uh, flexibility for payroll taxes not to be pulled. And it, it's different, um, you know, look into all the details, but those savings can really surmount to keeping capital that you do have like in your pocket and not paying it out. Yeah. And I think the key lesson there is that you got to take the initiative. You, you've got to be the one to reach out to these people. You can't expect them to just uh, bring you into whatever program they might be running. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Uh, so- and then I had a honeycomb credit even gave me some information too to like sourcing different funds. And I think that's really important for people um, to realize a small business, they know that it's hitting them the hardest. They know that this is affecting them the most. And so they are making um, resources available, including bigger banks like Citibank. Okay. Um, where are we on this list? I kind of lost track. I was scrolling ahead of you. Um, catch me up to where you are. Sure. So now I'm on to uh, that section is in the emergency fund section for like Citibank and list of banks that support due to the coronavirus. So these are nationwide uh, resources. Got you. Um, All right. Keep going. Uh, further down is savings, which is kind of what I was talking about. There is some payroll business relief. Um, Patriot software blog was putting the most up-to-date um, items that you can see per your region. Um, so you can click on different things through there. Tax deferral announcements, just pay attention to um, what policymakers are letting us adjust for when we're, when we have to file. A lot of extensions are being made um, daily. Um, and then this may be kind of, you know, from what we were seeing, locations and proactive steps, we were just adding locations that were doing unique things during the time period before everybody got closed. Um, but if there are other things that people want to add, um, Dig is doing this contactless delivery, which has been a real big inspiration for a lot of folks um, where they can just order online and then have it delivered without any touch or contact. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's that's one thing I'm really interested in this uh, locations and proactive steps is what are other businesses doing to keep the, the ball moving? Right to the, to stay relevant and how do, how are they getting creative to during these times within the parameters that are being given to them? So that's a really cool re- section mm-hmm. right there. Sorry, keep going. And Grubhub and Grubhub was doing a commissions free yes. up to a hundred million dollars, which I was so happy about, and they did that on Friday. Uh, so that's still going, from my understanding. Yeah, and I just found out that Toast is also off, off, uh, offering free services and um, 
I don't really know the details around that. I just got a post, got alerted to that. So I'm going to try to get them on the show. So there's some really great resources out there right now. Um, and it's hard to kind of filter through what's all out there. So the resources, what, like what you've created are super valuable right now. Um, exactly. So you had the wellness mm-hmm. resources too. Did you want, is that where you left off? Yeah. And that, and that's really important because people were asking me now that everybody's home, I'm getting more messages and people are like, thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm looking for X and the wellness piece is something that that's what we do. We're a well-being concierge. So we have partners that we've already made relationships with, such as on point nutrition, um, even ambassadors like Alana Gardner, um, who has videos and there are, um, different tips about stress and anxiety. Um, even practicing like self-forgiveness. A lot of people are carrying guilt with them about how they feel and how they treated their staff members. Did I do the right thing? Am I on the right track? And it's, it's hard because we're making these um, huge decisions that are affecting others' lives, the people we do care about. But the more we just stay intentional, we over-communicate, the more we collaborate, the more we mm. share our intentions that's it's going to build these long lasting relationships. People understand we are all in the same boat. Yeah. And I think no one a, yeah, your business is that. still going behind every great business is a great person. Your brand is continuing on through this and be mindful of that. This is an opportunity to stand out. This is an opportunity to show the people uh, that you're not just saying you care, but you actually do care. And that effort that you put into supporting your community will get carried over into your business when this, when things get back to normal. Exactly. And and I would recommend people to work out, still plan healthy eating. Um, I just started planning my own healthy meals because it's easy to stress eat when you're like, oh, my God, the stress is so high. I need chocolate and fat. We got to keep our minds Yes. And so we can practice recipes. We can do, we can read books. I see chefs posting about, here's all these books that I haven't hit and read because I've just been working all the time. And I I think it's... Sorry, keep going. I know you're right. I'm just saying like, it's another area that we can put our energy into like while we're in this waiting period. Holding pattern. Um, So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but that's one thought I did have is that, you know, we always say we don't have time to work on our business. We're too busy being trapped in our business. Like now's a good time to work on your business. Go through those systems manuals. Uh, what are some of the hot points that you've identified that you haven't had time to, to fix? Like now's the time to fine tune and tweak, uh, things will come back. You know, we will get back to Mm -hmm. normal and this is a good time to take a moment to stop, reflect, pause, you know, and where can we, where can we improve and make the most of this time? Um, this could be a blessing in disguise depending on how you look at it. That's right. And, you know, we wanted to show the sense of family, like Mm. in the food industry, we're a family, like how we connect to one another and how we collaborate, keeping those strong communication lines opening and open for everybody and just expressing our concern for others, how we can support each other. So I felt that, you know, coming together, this is our chance to connect, reach out, um, you know, talk to people online. Like there's, there's no better time that this could have happened because technology is there as a resource tool for us to, to reach out. Yes. Um, 
So I think that's really, really important because everyone is feeling alone, but we have to remind ourselves that we're not. Yeah. And a couple of things uh, that came to my mind as we're going through this list. I know you mentioned uh, that there were some emergency funds or uh, donations or something. You had that section. Um, Donations and nonprofits. Yeah. So one one thing I've heard a lot of people right now are they want to start nonprofits. Um, And I Uh, have heard that that's probably not the best way to go about by the time you get you know, you go through the, the, the motions, um, you're better off just finding a, an existing nonprofit that's out there mm-hmm. in your community. And instead of trying to, you know, go to work for them, you know, start spread their message, spread their, what they're doing. And that energy will be better spent than you trying to go out and start from scratch during these hard times. To, exactly. So it's just one thing to keep in mind. If you want to raise money instead of you know starting your own nonprofit or, or donation channel, um, go through the ones that already exist. It'll be a much better uh, way to spend your money and other people's money. So, um, so I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some last thoughts? I mean, well, actually one more question before I ask you that, um, sure. what, are, what are you doing to ensure that the, the, the resources you're collecting and, and putting here on, on this document are the resources we should be trusted? Because one concern I have is that people are going to just go out there and try to find anything and everything to, to supplement their, you know, anxiety right um but it's important that we are getting the right resources so we're all on the same page we're all pulling in the same direction so how do we Mm -hmm. know that these these resources that you are pulling are the ones that we should be paying attention to Mm -hmm. um that's why i listed the sources that were directly thereafter like saying like oh this is from cnn this is from us news like you're gonna pick and choose like which resources that you identify with most um, I thought that was important instead of just doing like a, a, a formal like citation, which is really difficult to do. Um, it's just put the link, tell them where the source came from, et cetera. I was actually having a hard time at first having people put their information on here because they, they didn't want to add to the document. So I think it's the opposite concern that most of these were resources that people share with me and then I put on there physically, or I had a conversation with, with a community member and then added it. And that's not to say I don't want people to start contributing their own. They can email information if they don't feel comfortable adding to the resource directly. But I'm on it every day, at least multiple times a day, just checking, cross-referencing. And I'm like, oh, you know, I only had three additions, you know, to the document that was directly. I'm like, okay, well, they're not really adding to it yet. Um, But I'm constantly checking and just making sure that the sources are not... Um, you know, I'm trying to be very conscientious that they're not to some polar or some opposite has nothing to do with politics, has nothing to do with um, that kind of thing. It's just where's the information and where can I find it? Yeah. And uh, I think it's just really important that we're mindful of where we're getting our our information, which is why I want to make awareness of certain resources like this one so we can all pull our knowledge from one spot and be on the same page. I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned on how we're going to expedite and get through this is by everyone getting aligned getting uh communicating well and just just being on the same page so we can all pull in the same direction and do go through the motions necessary to come out the other end much faster uh so thank you for putting uh resources like this together you're you're doing a great service to our industry any last thoughts any last words of wisdom you want to drop on us before we say goodbye 
Um, I think that just coming together, like so far, just even sharing this link with a small number of people in, in the community who know about us and know what we're doing, um, had 205 clicks on it so far. Wow. Um, daily, I see 10 people on it at any given time of the day when I check back in. Um, it can, you know, this resource can be accessed through your phone if you don't have a laptop, computer. And I, I'm just asking that people just share this resource. Um, and as other information comes in like we're checking on it um, day by day but I agree to your point about not reinventing the wheel um, reaching out to resources that people have already and their network contacts of saying how can we rally together and assist where able and um, and just staying connected through our digital forums like this is an opportunity for us to like rethink re-envision and reconnect beautiful awesome stuff uh, thank you so much if you guys are interested uh, in checking out this document, I'll get a link from uh, Maria. Head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash RCP. That stands for Restaurant Coronavirus Podcast. Again, restaurantunstoppable.com slash RCP. And uh, that's where all these chronicled episodes are being hosted uh, while we get through this. And um, any other key uh, resources that Maria mentioned, I'll be sure to to link below. Uh, just to expedite that process for you guys. But I do strongly encourage you guys to, to jump over there. And uh, do we have to go through any special uh, hoops to be able to to document or add to this this list? Do we need to reach out to you? How do we contribute to this? No, thing? not at all. Just- um, if people don't feel comfortable adding directly, they can email me at chef mcampbell at gmail.com um i've even made myself available through text message uh, my telephone number is 484-832-2065 people have been texting me messages if that's how they prefer they can send any message through our social media platforms at cooks who care uh instagram and facebook um and you can add directly you just click on the link to the category that you wish to add it under and then i'll, I'll continually go through um, to to sort and sift, uh, but people I've only had like three people actually add something to it themselves. But I do want people to feel comfortable. This is a a collaborative document, not not Maria Campbell document. This yes. is our family and food industry document, and not just Philadelphia. This is a uh, you know nationwide, and not just Philadelphia, yeah. nationwide. Yeah. Yes. Right. Thank you for that. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Maria, um, for taking the time to uh, create awareness about what's going on, what resources are out there in our, our industry. Uh, people like you are making this thing go by much more smoothly. And I just can't say thank you enough. I really appreciate that. And I have a dedication to caring for yes. others. So Cooks take care. care. Uh, you're awesome uh, and stay unstoppable. All right, there we go. I hope you guys are uh, taking action and heading over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash RCP. And uh, that will take you over to the Master Chronicles uh, posts where we're uh, listing all these individual chronicles that we're entering. And I'll, I'll link to the special resources under each uh segment there. So uh, head over uh, to that, that master document, start uh, sharing resources with Maria. And I think the big takeaway from today's or from not today's, there's going to be numerous interviews I do today, but from this specific chat is that you can go out and try to create your own thing, or you can kind of start to collaborate with others in compound. And uh, I think this is a great example of where depth outreaches reach. Um, It's about making an impact, not 
trying to all do our own thing. Let's, let's try to find other people who are doing similar things and join forces. I think we can go much further together uh, and we can even go faster together. I think in this certain, uh, this certain circumstance. So, um, you know, it's all about compounding those re- those uh, efforts and resources, and uh, this is one way to do that. So go check out that document, um, and just stay positive, guys. I have multiple interviews coming at you today, so uh, I will spare you the extra words. Talk to you soon.